This podcast is brought to you by Kung Fu Grip Studios. Arg, pow, zap, stick. That all sounds great, but how does it look? Comics just don't have the same zing when they're all written in Helvetica. You need a letterer to bring your comics to life. And Hassan Pashal has been a professional comic book letterer since 2007, with work appearing in Femme Force and other independent comics. Fast, affordable, and always creating, Pashal's designs are unparalleled. Visit kungfugripstudios.deviantart.com to see his work in action for lettering that brings comics to life. kungfugripstudios.deviantart.com to another exciting adventure of Jews from the Attic. I am your host, Donnie Salvo, and welcome. If this is your first time, hi, how are you? Let me tell you how it goes. I go up into my attic, I reach into a long box, I grab a random comic, and then we go through it together. We go through it together, and... And we and we talk and we laugh and well I talk and hopefully you laugh and and, and yakety schmackety all that kind of stuff. But before we head into our comic book, the comic book. This episode has been brought to you by Old School Wrestling Podcast, hosted by old school wrestling fans Dre and the Black Cat Juke Williams. They are children of the 80s who grew up watching all the pro wrestling their parents would let them consume. Years later, they find themselves with too much technology and a brain full of useless wrestling information. And they feel they need to share it with the rest of the world. You could get their their podcast uh, free on iTunes or at flarechop.com. Woo! Flarechop. Nature boy! Flarechop.com. Thank you, guys, for... Do, 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 sponsoring the show. Now, let's get into it. Let's get into it. This is how we do it. We're going to do Superman Batman number 63. Brought to you by DC Comics. Uh, when did this come out? Let's see. Let's see. Oh, this is recent. 2009. You know how old I was in 2009? Two years younger than I am now. Don't be nosy. We start off with Batman jumping rooftop to rooftop across a gritty Gotham City. We see all these flags with apes' faces on them all over every building. And we got we got the the old monologue box, the narrative box. We got Batman. This is what he's thinking. He goes, Grad one. We lost. I keep fighting. 
course you do. You're freaking Batman and you're awesome. Gorilla Grodd now controls the mind of every person on Earth. Man, woman, child, hero, villain. Most people who live out their lives in ignorant servitude. Oh, most people live their live out their lives in ignorant servitude. They're the lucky ones. <laughs> Not like breaking up a serious moment by flubbing lines. But occasionally a random thought breaks out. Someone wonders what life would be like without Grodd. And he hits a button on his thing, uh, his cowl, and it says, click. Now, I also want you to notice, um, actually, I, I want to tell you that there's a, a the sky is green, okay? And that's going to be important later in this episode. So far, uh, Gorilla Grodd took over the world. That's awesome. Because when a mind-controlling talking ape can... It can do anything. I'm I'm there. Okay, so there's there's no there's nothing bad about this issue already, and we're only on page freaking one. Here we go. So Batman's looking across the rooftop, and it seems like there's some soldiers or something, and they're cl- they're coming down off the roof into oh there's space there's like spaceships there's there's flying craft I don't want to say they're spaceships and. Um, they're, the Grodd's guys, I guess, are, are climbing down to this apartment building. And Batman's thinking, he said, Grodd, Grodd hears these thoughts, these blasphemous thoughts. He hears everything. And he punishes the unbelievers. So now all of a sudden, man, there's these soldiers. They're inside a, an apartment complex, like a hallway. And, and, and Batman's thinking, he says, the, the tragedy that these free thoughts often come from the most innocent minds... And so the soldiers are talking out, and he's like, Stay sharp, glory be Grodd. And they both go, Glory be Grodd. Glory be Grodd. And they're wearing like these um, SWAT team kind of um, uniforms with the helmets with the visors on it. And guess what? Guess what's on the helmet? Gorilla Grodd's face. Guess what's on their bulletproof vests in the back? Gorilla Grodd's face. And they kick in the door of this apartment. And it's just this guy and this young couple, guy and a woman. And they have a little boy. And um, Batman says, Minds that have yet to crumble under years of servitude. And, and, the, and the father's going, Please, all glory be to our Savior. We've done nothing wrong. And Batman said, And these thoughts come from the children. And this dude, this freaking, uh, this freaking soldier grabs the kid. And, uh, and Batman says, and he's got a gun pointing at the mom. And uh, the other soldier's clicking back his forty-five. And Batman's thinking, he says, Grodd has developed quite a taste for children. Ew. Well, he's developed quite a taste for them. I think, okay, I'm not touching that. You know what it means. I know what it means. That he, it, it's not what you think it means. Okay, let's move on, please. I'm uncomfortable. I need a happy place. Oh, there's Carl Weathers. Okay. We've only just begun. All right, here we go. Uh, it's a lot of singing lately. I don't like it. Uh, <laughs> but no matter how many innocents he takes, Grodd still can't catch the biggest non-believer of them all. And so the mother's just crying. she got a shotgun to her face and a gun to her face. 
and and the father's just he's just flipping out and they're holding him down and she's like tears god our lord i know you can hear my thoughts please spare our child please and just about just he's just about to, to pull the trigger and then all of a sudden you know busting through the 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 glass the window is batman very frank miller style uh dark knight batman and he's all but i like that he said but no matter how many innocents he takes grod still can't catch the biggest non-believer of all me and he busts through the thing and it's called night and day and uh the name of the issue and dude he just busts through and he punches one one of the soldiers in the face he grabs a shotgun he and he hits the other one in the face with it and the other soldier that was shooting that was in the back man he pulls his pistol starts shooting at Batman he misses Batman throws batarangs in his arm knocks him out and and Batman looks at the couple and the kid and he goes now go the life you had is over leave this city keep running never stop and pray God forget you and you might survive and Batman says to him he says but they never do they were doomed for the moment the boy had a free thought. I just given him a few more days together because Grodd never forgets. And he said, Dawn comes, and it's a green dawn, just like every other day. He's on top of a rooftop. And he said, Grodd finally finished what he started when he controlled Lana all those years ago, back when we, when we stopped his plan to fill the atmosphere with kryptonite. So that's what he did. He said, but we couldn't stop him next time. Clark had no choice but to leave Earth. He and Lois and a few lucky few found a new home out among the stars. I stayed here in Gotham. My city still needs me. And now he's back on the ground. He goes into a sewer and he goes, I live underground now. And he said, even if the manor and the cave are still standing, I wouldn't use them. I need to be here in the tunnels and sewers deep in Gotham's heart. This is awesome. And he said, I spend my the days in meditation, strengthening my mind, honing my thoughts. Ancient techniques I've learned in my earliest training in far-off lands. It was taught by William Neeson. I mean, Le- Liam Neeson. William Neeson. Well, maybe William Neeson taught him. I don't know. Could be his brother was there. Shut up. Don't judge me. Stop. Listen. The far- techniques that keep him hidden from Grodd. And he said, if I let my concentration slip for even one second, he would find me. And he takes off his cowl, dude, and he's got a cyber... Batman has a cybernetic eye. And he goes, it's it's not easy. Too many memories to hold back. So much pain. And it's a sh- it's showing him and him fighting Grodd, and Grodd just, just, just swiped his face, which is where I'm guessing he killed his... He lost his eye. Batman's got a cybernetic eye, dude. This shit looks kind of cool. I mean, for this story, I wouldn't want it to happen all the time. But that looks kind of cool. And Grodd's—he's holding a—he's um, holding a big old flag with his with his face on it. And Batman's going so much loss. Grodd kept evolving, never ever smarter, ever stronger. Even the best of us fell. And dude, he's hanging Wonder Woman with her magic lasso. There's a big old fire. Uh, the Flash got a big spike through his his, his body. The, like the Justice League's all just piled up on each other, and they're all pretty much like rotting corpses and skeletons. And it's like the Flash and Hawkman. Uh, I want to say this kind of looks like Dick Grayson Batman, but he got dude. He's holding Wonder Woman hanging from him. That shit's crazy, right? 
But this is weird because Batman has like this, like 45 different computers with these huge giant screens all down in the sewer system, all hooked up from sat- satellites. And he goes, but somewhere out there, Superman still lives. Rod managed to cut the Earth off from the rest of the universe. But every day, I send a signal to the heavens, a message in a bottle. I masked a signal under a stream of Grodd's propaganda. Hopefully, Clark will recognize the Kryptonian hidden code with, within the noise. And so, uh, he, he has a piece, it looks like, of kryptonite, Batman does. And he said, I've been working for years on a plan, using what limited sources, resources I have to achieve the impossible. If I'm right, I found Superman's ticket home. So, uh-oh. If Batman can figure out this, he can bring Superman back. And they kick Rod's ass, and whoa, whoa, we're back to normal. And here comes Alfred, man. He got like a bowl of soup and a and a, and a, and, a, and a glass of tomato juice or whatever. And he's like, "Ah, oh, Master Bruce, nostalgia again. Do stop to replenish yourself. Dinner is served." And uh, Alfred, Batman said to himself, "He said, Alfred." When I asked him how he was able to resist God's mind control, all he said was, a good butler knows how to keep secrets. And he said to he says to Batman, he goes, I wish the cupboard had fresh provisions, but... And then he goes, ah, master, my heart... Alfred's having a heart attack, man. He falls to the ground. He drops it. He spilled the soup. And he goes, stay still. I'll get the crash kit. And he's all, Bruce. And he's like, no, Alfred, stay with me. Don't leave me. Alfred's dead. And for an instant, his psychic safeguards were overwhelmed with emotion. And in that instant, my mind was very vulnerable. And now you see, Grodd finds him. And he's got this big, you know, you see psychically Grodd's in his head. And he goes, yes, there you are, Bat. No more hiding. So Batman throws on his cowl. And he's like, no time to waste. The army will be here in minutes. And he gets in this cool, like, it's like half Batmobile, half Bat-cycle thing. It's wild. Um... It's pretty cool. Like the pencils on this book. Who penciled this? Sorry. I know I should I should actually pay attention. Oh, Raphael Albuquerque. And um I don't know, it's it's kind of it's it's kind of like rough pencils, man, but I like it. It's pretty cool. And she goes it's so Batman's like Alfred needs a proper burial, but I have to live long enough to give him one. Until then, I have to keep running. He jumps in his half Batmobile cycle thing, man, and then there's all these garage ships in the air, and he comes out of the surface tunnel, dude, and he's all driving, he's on the street, man, but dude, they're already shooting at him, like Gatlin guns and everything, and, 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 and the Bat cycle thing, he blows up, and Batman's passed out, and they're all like, get him up, orders are to fly him straight to Metropolis, our Lord wants to deal with this one personally, and so, you know, it says, wake up, wake up, Batman, and off panel. And you turn the page, dude, and there's Grodd on a, th- a throne of skeletons and skulls and stuff. And next to him, in a, in a, like a general uniform, is Lex Luthor. And sitting on the ground next to Grodd is the Joker with like a femur bone in his mouth. And so Grodd's like, behold, the mighty Batman, the elusive thorn underfoot. <laughs> your thoughts are once again hidden from me. How strong your defenses are. And he's all like, <coughs> excuse me. He's like, you remember the Joker, don't you? A mind so twisted after all these years, even I can't control it. 
I keep them alive to amuse me. And then the Joker's all singing, Bat's back, Batty's back, Bat batter cake mix, beat down, bat em up, eat em up. And in, 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 uh, he said, all in good time, pet. And then he says, you know, of course you know Lex Luthor, my chief administrator of human affairs. <coughs> Excuse me. Some in my throat. He said about Luthor. Oh, excuse me. Oh, blah, blah, blah. He said it was quite a trick, keeping his genius intact. Well, I wiped his mind clean of resistance. He said, but that won't work on you, Batman, will it? No, your mind is too strong. There's only death for you. Only death for you. No pass go. No 200 bucks. Just death for you, Batman. And he said, With a death like yours, the death of the last free man. We turn the page. And he says, Such a death deserves an audience. And, dude, there's a huge coliseum. And Grodd's standing on the top of the coliseum. He's on like the stage, and Batman's all got his arms in a, in a thing behind him, like tied, but it's like a big metal contraption. All these Grodd flags, and there's a big Grodd flag, dude, and it says, I watch you, Grodd Empire. And he says, People of Metropolis, people of Earth, your loving Grodd gives you greetings at this momentous day. For today, your Lord grants you your final salvation. Today, our greatest enemy falls. Today. The Batman dies, and the crowd's like going nuts, and they're like, dies, 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 dies. And then he, he, Grodd looks at Batman, and he says, Hear them, Batman? This is who you've been fighting all these years to save. All these quote unquote innocents who beg me to drink the blood from their hollow skull. From, oh, from your hollow skull, take two. Hear them, Batman? This is who you've been fighting to save all these years. Save these innocents who beg me to drink your, drink the blood from your hollowed skull. You really thought you could inspire them with your heroics? And Batman's just thinking, he says, inspire? And then all of a sudden there's a, there's a shot and it's out in space. And it's a big red streak coming to Earth. And he goes, and Batman says, no, Grodd, I don't inspire. He does. And he turned around, and Grodd says, no. And he turns around, he knew what was going on. And it was Superman just floating over Grodd, and he goes, yes. And Superman, dude, he just punches him right in his big old gorilla face. And Superman says, I got your message, old friend. And he said, it's working? And he goes, perfectly. And then uh, Grodd's like, no, this is impossible. You should be dead. This world is bathed in kryptonite. And then here we go. We're going to explain it to you right now. Batman says, Your synthetic kryptonite grod, strong enough for you to drive Superman away, but unstable enough for me to find an antidote, however long it took. And he goes, I'm immune to it now, thanks to Batman. My exile is over, and together we're taking back our planet. And Grodd's bleeding from his his nose. Never seen a gorilla with a nosebleed, man, but that's it's kind of weird. And he says, So be it. I never had the chance to taste Kryptonian flesh before you. He said, before you ran off all those years ago, I imagine it tastes sweeter than Amazon's. Now come. And he goes, roar, and he goes after him. 
Batman jumps on his back. Superman punches him in the face and cracks his teeth. And uh, Batman saying, as Superman fights, I suddenly realize the crowd is changing. And like some of them are like screaming, like all bloodthirsty and stuff. And then other ones are just staring off into space. And and um, he was watching something they never thought they would see again. A dream long forgotten, but now a dream returning to life. And it's just focused on one dude in the crowd. And he's looking at the Superman shield. And it said, we didn't need him back for his strength or his powers. We didn't need him back to fight for us. We needed Superman back to remind us. And it's a close-up of the dude's eyes. And you see the Superman shields. And it's pretty cool stuff, man. And he says, that nothing is impossible. And this crowd starts chanting for Superman. They're going crazy. And then the crowd rises and they grab grab like uh, grill garage shock shock troopers and beat the crap out of him and he goes not even Grodd is strong enough to control so many minds so many all of a sudden alive with emotion he thought he conquered forever and then Superman says they do they he said hope Batman's like hope the one thing that he thought that you know that everybody thought Grodd took away he's back now because of Superman Superman and Batman, like Batman kicks him in the head, and Superman just punches him in the face again. He falls down unconscious, grinds out with his cracked teeth and his bloody nose. And Superman says, I'll take him off planet. I'll lock him far away from any inhabited world, and then I'll be back to help you rebuild. And some woman comes up, and she's got tears in her eyes, and she says, Superman, is it really you? I feel like I just woke up from a horrible nightmare. What happened to us? What happened to our world? And he looks at her and he goes, It's all right, miss. The nightmare's over. The world's going to be just fine. And he's shaking Batman's hand. And then Batman's thinking in the narrative box, he says, And when they hear him say it, it sounds like the truth. It is. And then all of a sudden, dude, the bottom panel, what happens? It says, End of simulation. Work file code WFV2-63-TAG dash dash day and night. And it's Alfred, and he's in the Batcave with Batman, and he's got soup and a sandwich and some some tomato juice. And he's all, see it? He goes, I see another lonely meal goes untouched to its grave, sir. I don't know. It's, it's bad, Alfred. It's, a bad, it's almost as bad as my cheech. Actually, that's not true. Nothing's as bad as my cheech. And then Batman's like, sorry, Alfred, just testing the new Dupin servers by running some old simulations. I upgraded the AI... And, it, and the AI is even better than I hoped. And then uh, Alfred said, Preparing for every possible eventuality, sir? I must say I found this one a touch morbid. And then he says, Batman says, Just think of it as a story, Alfred. One of many. Every possible eventuality, past, present, and future. And then he says, Tell me, sir. Do you have a simulation that documents the effects of poor diet combined with prolonged sleep deprivation? And he says, Alfred, reheat the food. I'll take it in the West Library and shut down the servers for me, would you? I'm done for the night. And he says, very good, sir. And Alfred's on the top stair of the back cave and turns off the light. And that's how this issue ends. This was an awesome book. It really was. I mean, like, what, what, what made me want to get it was, it, dude, the, the cover is fantastic, as you could see. It's, it's, it, Grodd ate the top of the comic book 
and it's spray painted grod across where it says superman batman and he's got the a piece of paper with this with the bat symbol with the s shield in it you know the superman batman book symbol in his mouth and it's like how can you turn that down am i right well i want to say thank you for listening even to me almost dying on this uh this episode i'm sorry about that i really am but uh okay i'm alive so there you go and so therefore you're gonna uh you could uh email me at uh donnie d-o-n-n-y s-a-l-v-o all one word at yahoo.com and uh you know just let me know how you liking it so far if there's any issues out there you want me to check out whatever you you uh i'm always up for uh being showered in in criticism and or nice comments about me and things and this podcast because i i like doing it so um there you go and don't forget to go to flare chop woo or itunes and check out old school wrestling podcast there you go you just heard this episode about superman and batman super, uh, batman had a tag in superman to beat up grill garage see it all goes back to wrestling so it's like a handicap match match all right thank you and uh thanks for listening again and uh i will talk to you next time my friends goodbye <laughs>